on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Good morning. We are Joey and Lauren, and uh, why am I being called a thief? So, story time. We uh, had a friend's harvest party that we went to. Harvest party. Great time. Pumpkins, caramel apples, bounce houses, fun time at their house. All the things. They have animals. Our son got to feed goats graham crackers. How many times in your life are you going to be able to feed goats graham crackers? Very cool You know, cool time. the whole time I was wondering, should goats be eating graham crackers? But they stinking loved them. My yeah, goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what goats eat, but well, I what, would eat a graham. You know what's funny is our son, he would feed a goat, and then he would eat a cracker. Yeah, smart. And then he'd feed a goat, and then he'd eat a cracker. So it was great. It was like a dual snack. They both could enjoy it. Yeah, there's not many food groups that you would imagine like kids and goats both love. But graham crackers officially are one of those. So we went to this uh, this harvest party at a friend's house, which, by the way, I mean, holy moly, like that that's amazing to throw that thing just in your backyard. And it was a great time, fun time. It was a um, potluck for chili. I'm a big chili guy. So, Lauren, you made your, what do you call it? Um, it is delicious. my famous award-winning. Oh, it is award-winning. White, uh, cream cheese white chicken chili. Very good. Chef's kiss. So we made that, and it's one of those things that's in the backyard. There's a couple card tables out there. You bring a crock pot. And it's got a couple of power cords or whatever, and you plug yeah. in your crock pot, and it's a chili fest. And so when we got there, it was pretty light out still. So put the chili down, plug it in, good to go, go do our thing. And then we're leaving uh, at night, and it's pretty dark. And as I'm grabbing our crock pot, you were already in the car because you were changing our son's diaper. He, uh, yeah, had a little dirty diaper right in the middle <laughs> of everything. So that worked out great. And so as I'm leaving, I noticed as I was uh, picking up the crock pot, inside the crock pot was a ladle, which we brought a ladle, but it was not our ladle. And our ladle was sitting just on the table to the side, fresh and clean. And so as I grab this crock pot, I'm like, oh, that's not our ladle. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, there's our ladle. It's clean. All right, well, I'll just take this ladle and the other person will grab theirs and we'll do a ladle swap. And then I put it in the car, go home, whatever. Uh, as you you took the crock pot, moved it from the car to the house, you go, this is not our ladle. Yeah, I said, well, yeah, I know it's not our ladle. We did a ladle swap, but now it's a this, thief. I think I need to tell it from my perspective because as I'm grabbing said crock pot, yeah. moving it to the kitchen, I see a ladle and I said, hey, you grabbed the wrong ladle. This isn't ours. And I'm thinking, shoot, we need to call somebody and get them swapped or figure this out. Your response was, I know. What do you mean you know? Yeah, I mean, I grabbed that one on purpose. What, what do you mean? And you were like, yeah, I mean, I saw our ladle, but it was clean, and I didn't want to leave a dirty ladle, so yeah. I just left that one. Like, what? What? So Why someone just take someone's spoon? Like, that's so weird. There must have been a bunch of ladles, because the problem is you can't have the ladle in the pot and the lid on at the same time. So everyone put the ladles, I think, on the side. And so someone must have grabbed a different ladle, put it in our chili. No one touched our ladle. So what am I supposed to do? I don't want to take out a dirty ladle with all of our chunky chili on it, leave that on the table for somebody else to clean, and then we grab but our it's clean ladle. Their ladle. It's like, a ladle swap, honestly. But it you're made, assuming that they're okay with that. I know it's, it's a just, ladle. I know it's just a ladle, but what if it's a family heirloom? You don't know. This did not look what like a family heirloom. This was some <laughs> rinky dink thing you buy at Walmart, plastic ladle that we all do. Yeah, I don't know. It just it did it doesn't sit well with me. It still doesn't sit well with me. So what do we need to write it. an apology, write a letter, just do an apology the video? The fact that you were like so one hundred percent willing and purposely grabbed somebody else's ladle. It didn't even cross it's my just mind. Weird. 
It literally it seems so. It had to so, cross your mind because well, no, no, you knew no. it wasn't ours. No. What I'm saying is, it didn't cross my mind that I'm a thief. It totally made sense in my mind as I'm holding our crock pot and I see that it's not our ladle. It may, and I look and I look down at the table and I see our ladle. It made total sense to me. I said, "Oh, we'll take this ladle home. They'll take our ladle home. Ladle swap. But, but they have a clean one." But how do you know that they're going to take ours home? Because they Who probably has an opinion about a ladle. Joey, they're probably thinking that's not mine. I'm not going to take it home. Does if, that make sense? Because that's what a normal person would think. A normal person would think that doesn't belong to me, so I'm not going to take it. If their brain is wired like my brain, it's not. Trust it, me, they shouldn't have a problem. It I, honestly, I'm dumbfounded by I, this situation. It it irks me. True story. I actually thought you'd be like, oh, that's smart. Yeah, because isn't it more rude or ruder to grab our ladle? Which was perfectly clean. Take that home and then take our, not our ladle, that was in our chili and leave a dirty ladle just sitting on the table? No. I think it's it ruder to better. steal someone's utensil. Say, hey, I hope we have fun with the dishes and wiping could, off our way, chili. You're, you're just brushing over the fact that you could have absolutely rinsed it off. It's not like, uh, no, this was a party. This is an exclusively outside party. This was a party where it's like you don't go in their house, which is fine with me. I doubt it. I totally I, respect that. I doubt that. Who's the thief here? Is it me? Am I a thief? Yes. Or is a ladle swap a real deal? It's one thing if it was an accident and you come home and I was like, hey, this isn't our ladle. And you're totally like, oh, shoot, I accident. didn't realize it. You were like, oh, I know. I did it on purpose. You And then what did you say to me? You said, see a ladle, take a ladle. See or what did you yeah, say? Yeah. It's like a take a penny, leave a penny. No. You know, leave yeah, a ladle. Take a ladle, leave a ladle. Take a ladle, leave a ladle. <laughs> it honestly. You're so stupid. I actually thought I was a genius when I did it. I said, oh, this is solving and I thought the person will take. It doesn't. It was dark to out. You. All, it was dark out. They're probably gonna grab a random ladle and be like, "Oh, this is my ladle." It's like one of those key parties that people talk about, right? You just grab <laughs> keys. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. Well, we've heard a lot about bad dates, especially on this show. We've heard a lot of your dating issues, and this woman has now gone viral for a crazy story about a horrible, horrible first date. I've seen a lot of people talking about this. She posted about it on TikTok. So her worst date ever starts with her date saying, oh, I need you to pick me up. Uh, I lost my car keys. Smart. And so she had to drive all the way to go pick him up. Okay, fine, whatever. She goes to pick him up. He doesn't uh, have his wallet, but they want to go get some food. Got it. They Smart go to move. Taco Bell. Oops, I don't have my wallet. Smart move. Okay, uh, all right. Well, let's see what I can do. Well, he then makes her buy... 100 tacos. 100? I said 100 tacos. My man, getting free 100 taco dinner. Then goes back to his house, dumps all the tacos onto his kitchen table and yells, let's feast. If that's not romantic, <laughs> I don't know what is. And At then what, his father like, walks in. Oh. Yeah, his father walks in, invites her to see the studio. He has some studio. And then she says she grabbed the remaining 90. Four tacos and bolted. And left. I would have left. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I love her style. She's like, you know what? I'm out, but I'm taking the tacos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you paid for them. 100 tacos, that's going to run you probably 80-something dollars. At the Something old, like that. At the old T-Bell. It's a lot. Yeah. Also, speaking of Taco Bell, I found a, I saw an interview clip that uh, Kanye West, huge Taco Bell fan. Hmm. Imagine wow. pulling Very up, you know, welcome to Taco to Bell. How you doing? <laughs> it's Kanye West ordering tacos. A lot of people like Taco Bell. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I, know, I just thought <laughs> I it was interesting. I don't know. A lot of times, hoity-toity celebrities don't like fast food, but I thought that was impressive. Henry Winkler is selling his leather Fonzie jacket from Happy Days. No. He was cleaning out don't do a his money house. Grab. Uh, well, it's going to go to auction. Oh, it's a okay. charity, but he will be holding a memorabilia auction with some of his special items, including the jacket, he said it came from some pandemic housekeeping. <laughs> so just cleaning stuff out. It's like, oh, I'm going to sell you this. You can't get rid of that jacket. If you are the fawn. Yes, he doesn't want it. That is his look. That's like his signature thing is that leather jacket. I wouldn't get rid of it. I don't think I'd do it. There's a man who is so sweet. He wanted his wife to have better views. So think, think of this. If your house is built facing east, yeah. but your wife really wants to look west. Yeah, sure. Or maybe south or north. He built her a rotating house so she can see all the views that she wants. Just put it on a Lazy Susan? You can just put a house on a Lazy Susan? I guess so. He says, I got tired of her complaints and frequent refurbishing of our family house. And I said, I'll build you a rotating house so you can spin as you wish. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's not the expectation for every married couple that if you don't like the view, you just, oh, yeah, let's just move the house. I thought you were going to say built out a window. No, no. He built the house on like a rotating platform where it can make a full circle for 24 (laughs) hours. When it's at its slowest speed, well, at the fastest spinning, it can make a full circle in 22 seconds. 22 (laughs) seconds? Yeah, that's a little much. My gosh. (laughs) There's a robbery victim who was saved literally by the Hulk phone case. So he ended up being involved somehow in a robbery and there were bullets that were fired. Oh, gosh. He had a um, Hulk phone case in his pocket. Bullet got stopped by the the Hulk phone case. I was going to ask, what would you do in a robbery? Are you a person that would give everything up? Like someone comes for your purse. You just gave me a hand of your purse. Here's my purse. All right, PSA. But if wait, can wants I have that Lauren. coupon that I have in there? Because I was going to go yeah, get that's myself what you a say? buy one, get one. Not, not your phone, not your keys. <laughs> Hold on, I got a, I got a BOGO in there. There's a photographer that is helping people get the perfect profile picture on your dating app saying, breaking news, the duck face is out and photos taken in bathrooms is Dump. out. Oh, who's still taking selfies in bathrooms? I really hope you're not. But sometimes that's where the best lighting is. Not going to lie. Yeah, the bathroom has good lighting. Also, bathrooms, very good acoustics. If you ever want to think that you could be on American Idol, sing in the shower and you will. (laughs) Also, they say uh, people try too hard to look sexy, including guys of a picture of themselves on their dating profile with no shirt. It's tacky. Wear a shirt. I would never. I, In fact, I should set up a dating profile with me shirtless, and I would be probably the first person that would ever get zero matches. Uh, don't, don't never say never. Like Tinder would be like, you should delete this app. It's not for you. <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> Those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. We've got David with us. He went out with Janelle. This was my kind of date. He said, watch football on Sunday in eight weeks. That is my dream. I like it. How can you not have a good time with that? Well, uh, unless... She's not a sports fan, not yeah. a football fan. That could actually be an issue because then all of a sudden it's like the least yeah. interesting date for her. Yeah. Like I am assuming the message just said, that's what we did. I'm assuming this was something like she's a sports fan. He's a sports fan. Uh, let's ask David that number one question. So first and foremost, David, thanks for joining us on the show. And she was down to watch some football for a date, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, so this was not a, that's a really good point by Lauren. This was not a, I wanted to watch football and she wanted a nice, you know, flame and yawn and steak and shrimp kind of a thing. No, we, we talked a lot beforehand. We had, she, 
we both love football, and I suggested, hey, how about we just, you know, okay. go eat some wings, have some beers, watch some football. She's like, that's a great idea. So Okay. So so you yeah. go to a restaurant then? This is like out and about, mm-hmm. not at your place? Yep. This okay. is out and about, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, let's go through some of the things we would think. Okay. Did you get super drunk? Anything like that? Uh, no. Okay. Not. Too okay. rowdy. Too crazy. I, I don't think so. I mean, the, the, the atmosphere at the bar was, you know, pretty good, but I don't, th- I don't think I was a lot obnoxious at all. Okay. Okay. Didn't kiss a stranger after your team won a touchdown or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So you, you guys go, so you're a big, you're a big football fan. Uh, how long are you there? I mean, is this a, is this a date that was all about football or was it a time that you could really connect or did it feel like buddies? Well, I mean, I felt like we were connecting uh, for the most part. I mean, we stayed, we watched the whole first, the early game, right? We watched all the early game and then stayed for a little bit of, uh, about half of the, the afternoon game. Like we were there for a while. I thought we were having a good time. It seemed like we had a lot in common. That sounds like a long while. If you're there for morning games and afternoon games, (laughs) I'm trying to think because what if we're talking NFL? I'm assuming so. That's yeah, about three hours. Your your morning games start, and then your afternoon ones after that. So, you know, Joey, you brought up something a second ago about being buddies. Do you think that given the atmosphere, I'm assuming there were some high fives exchanged, there were some cheering and some excitement. Do you feel like maybe, just maybe, Janelle? took it as this is kind of a friend situation and maybe she thought you weren't as into her? I hope not. I don't think so. I was trying okay. to, I thought I was paying a lot of attention to her. And, you yeah. know, I felt like we were you know, having fun and cheering on teams, you know, the same way or yeah. okay. involving her. Yeah. I will say this. I mean, first dates can be something like this. It doesn't always have to be like table for two and romance. So I actually I think people mm-hmm. can develop really relationships based on, hey, let's watch football for a few hours, but you also I mean it's kind of a you got to do both at the same time. You got to have fun and be keep it casual, but also you got to build a connection. You're a peacock. You got to huh? show off yeah. the feathers. And right. and I don't know how much you can show off the feathers when you're talking about the decision on 4th and 6th to go for it or something. So what was uh the end of the date like? Like when you guys parted ways, was there a conversation had about seeing each other again? Yeah, I, I was under the assumption that by the end of the date when I left that we were going to see each other again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like so. communicated to her that I had a good time and would like to do it again, and she seemed to respond in a positive manner, so I assumed that we would hang out again. Okay. And you've done, what, texts, calls? What have you What have you done to reach out to try and get that second date? Uh, so I waited a couple days, uh, and then texted her, and then no response. And so then I waited a couple more days, tried one more time through text, Mm-hmm. And then again, no response. Okay. So, all right, all right. Yeah, just, just two texts. Let's do this. Let's play a song. Let's come back and let's call Janelle. All right. Sounds good. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. We are about to talk to Janelle. But first, let's recap our conversation with David. Um, they go out and watch football, and they watched a lot of football. And he said, pretty much the recap. Yeah. Beers, yeah. wings. They went to a restaurant. Sounds like they were there a really long time because they watched morning games and afternoon games. Uh, he said things were really good. He felt connecting happening. At the end of the date, he brought up going out again. She responded positively. I worry that maybe she took it as too much of a buddy-buddy, friends, football buddies. We're just going to hang out and yeah. watch games together. 
I don't know. I wasn't there, but I, mean, I can kind of get that vibe. I can fall in love with someone that's got wing sauce all over their face wearing a football jersey. I mean, how? what's more romantic than that, right? Not a lot. Guzzling <laughs> down a beer? I mean, really, I don't know how you can get more romantic oh, than that. Oh, we should have so, asked him. Was he drinking beer out of a boot oh, or yeah, one of those, yeah. like, tubes or something? I mean, I did a keg stand in the parking lot. Or, <laughs> or we should have asked about the wings, right? I mean, was it super messy, super nasty, right? That can. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watched me eat wings before we were together, no way you would have gone out with me again. It's disgusting. No way. You would have been it, like, that's It's a sight to see. People barbarian. probably pay to see that. Yeah, oh, I think so. <laughs> I think absolutely. I break open the bone, suck out the marrow, too. Ugh. It's definitely my thing. So gross. All right, let's talk to Janelle. <laughs> Hello? Hello, is this uh, Janelle? Um, yeah, who's calling? Janelle, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hi, Janelle. Hi. Hi. How are you? Long story short, on our show, we try to help people out with their dating life. And uh, David, who you went out to watch football with, what we understand was a date, reached out to us and said that you are not texting him back after he's tried to go out on a second date with you. Does that sound familiar? Do you know a David? Um, Yeah. Okay. Actually, I okay. think I've heard you do this on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well, well, now you're on it. Now you're on it. Uh, so it sounds like you kind of know how this works. So, yeah, we just are trying to help out, David. So if you could maybe give us a little bit of detail on maybe what could have gone wrong on the on the date, because he's definitely assuming something's up because you haven't texted back. So can you give us your side of things a little bit? Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I had a good time for the most part. Um, I mean, he showed up in a 49ers jersey, and I'm not a fan of the 49ers, but I can get past that. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's um, good. But it was just really all about football. Like, I get that we went to watch football, and that's, like, the theme, I guess, but, like, halfway through dinner, he had me switch seats with him so he could watch the game on the other TV, and then when his team lost, he, like, just shut down, was, like, practically on the verge of tears, and I don't know. It was just get over it. Like, it's just football. <laughs> I love football, but it's just a game at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay, so this was you felt like it was more he had a date with football and you were along for the ride, not let's go on a date <laughs> and football's along for the ride kind of thing. Yeah, you could say that. Okay, so when he makes you switch seats <laughs> so he could watch one of the games that was, what, was it behind him or something? Yeah, it was like over his shoulder and he didn't want to be, like, looking the other way, so... Yeah, I had to like swap seats with him while we were eating. <laughs> I mean, I've what? been there. We've all been in a restaurant, and you get you see a game, and you're like, if I just move three inches to my right, I can see it. We've definitely done the booth swap. Yeah, I've booth swapped I, I with people, that, but not a, like on a first date. It feels almost like you're less interested in me and more interested yeah. in that game. I understand that's the purpose of the date. I am interested also about the Niners losing. So the 49ers lose, and you say he shut down. What does that mean? He just like stopped talking almost entirely and like looked really sad i i swear he was about to cry and like it just went on like i had to at a certain point just call it a day because i was like you're done obviously (laughs) yeah just too much that that gets awkward i've been around people in situations where like their team is lost and Uh, they're kind of moping about it and it's like how do you come back from that like how do you brighten up the conversation again did you say anything about his attitude shift uh, kind of. I mean, I was, like, trying to cheer him up, but it, he actually told me to stop trying to cheer him up. Like, oh. he was like, if your team lost, you would feel the same way. Like, kind of dismissing my trying to, like, normalize right. the situation. 
So you're like, hey, just a game, no big deal. Let's get you a, a molten lava cake. <laughs> and, and he was not about it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, Janelle. Knowing that probably not every date is going to be centered around football. Like, Good is idea. this something maybe you could work past? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of seemed like it might be. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Janelle, actually, David is with us on the other line. I don't know if he's wearing the 49er jersey right now, but David is with us. And so, uh, David, let's bring you on. Okay, the Niners lose. And you shut down? Would you also describe yourself as shutting down? I mean, I took the loss pretty hard. I would agree with that. But, I mean, like, yeah, I... It felt pretty bad. It lost. It sucked. Yeah, but you're on a first date. Like, I don't know. Do you understand after hearing Janelle explaining her situation? Like, doesn't it feel like she was put in a weird position? I mean, yeah. Honestly, I've I've never had someone from an outside perspective tell me how that looks. I kind of feel like you're shutting down right now. Yeah, no, don't shut down right now. I'm surprised, David. I totally love the idea of going and watching football on a date. And I think it can be a home run. My thought process is, did you think about the Niners ever losing and what that would look like for you? Or did you just assume they'll win, we'll be high-fiving, I'll get a Niners tattoo, we'll get a matching? (laughs) Like, I'm a Seahawks fan, and if I went on a first date to a Seahawks game, I have to think to myself, if they lose and I want to cry or yell or scream, I have to control my emotions. I'm on a date. I never thought about that. (laughs) They're going to go undefeated. Okay, well, hey, listen, I understand that there are situations where maybe you'll get a little upset about your team losing. Uh, Moving forward, I'm assuming if you guys do go out again, it's not going to be just every Sunday during (laughs) during the NFL season. Just minor games. It was just, I felt like you were too invested, David. Like, I'm a football fan, too, but, like, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, and I don't mean to feel like, uh, to sound like I'm shutting down, but I've never, no one's told me this before. I'm really, like, reflecting on the fact that I shut you down. Because I, we, like, I really appreciated, you know, talking before we, you know, met up and stuff. I was really, you know, excited to see you. And I, I was glad we were hanging out. And I would very much like to do it again. Um, obviously, not watching football. Yeah. But- that's okay. Yeah, let's let's do it what, again doing something yes. else. What if that's what if the new rule is until you guys really find out if you're meant for each other, the new rule is every date or at least a second date, there's no football allowed. <laughs> you don't wear the Niners jersey, you don't talk about the Niners, you don't do anything that has to do with the number four or nine because it'll bring out all these emotions in David. Are we fine with that? Uh, I, I could give that a chance, yeah. Okay. Hey, that's good news, David. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yes, this is the biggest win the Niners have had in forever. All right, so we'll get you guys set up on a second date. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and am I a thief? So quick recap. We were at a potluck, a chili potluck. I brought chili in a crock pot. As we were leaving the party, it was dark out, and I noticed really quickly, I said, oh, someone took their ladle and put it in our chili. There was a different ladle and our ladle that we brought was sitting clean on the table. So I thought, well, I don't want to be a jerk and take out a dirty ladle and leave that for someone to clean. So I'll just leave my ladle. They'll take my label. I'll take their ladle and take a ladle, leave a ladle. It's not a thing. This made sense (laughs) in my mind. And then Lauren says, I actually stole the ladle. You absolutely did. And what's worse is you knowingly and willingly stole it. It was a ladle swap. No, it that's not a thing. And you, you actually did this on purpose. It's not like you came home and you're like, oh, shoot, I grabbed the wrong one. Oh, no. If, if I had, if I was at a gym and for whatever reason, my shoes were the same size and same style as somebody else's shoes 
and for whatever reason, they accidentally use mine. I would take the clean ones and leave no, the dirty ones. That is so dumb. Yes, you don't it, no, take it's someone not. else's belongings. It's not. Same thing with like a salad bowl. If somehow we had the same salad bowl, I'd leave my clean one and take your dirty one. That's what I would do. But how about this person who feels like now all of a sudden they're missing their spoon? Oh, what are they going to be like? The local news going to cover it? Maybe. A ladle is missing from a potluck. Someone took somebody else's ladle. <laughs> this text says, Joey is crazy. Ladle swap is not a thing. I would be super annoyed if somebody took my stuff home after a party. I'd rather take home my dirty ladle than someone else's clean one. You would rather 100%. take so someone would rather take a dirty ladle with not even their chili on it. It's not even yes, their chili. Who cares? It's your ladle. You brought it to a potluck. Utensils sometimes get moved around. Who cares? As By long as you bring your own dish home. I want to make something clear. It's not like I took a stainless steel ladle home and I left a plastic one. They were both black plastic ladles. Yeah, but the one that you brought home has like a white edging around yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a Betty Crocker. It's nicer than ours. Much nicer than It's ours. got a nicer handle, but who needs a good handle when it comes to a good ladle? A ladle's all they about do. the scooper. It's theirs. It doesn't matter if they got it at the dollar store. Is there anybody defending no. me on the text line? This text says, Joey's crazy. Why would you take someone else's ladle? A ladle swap is not a real thing. Nobody does that. What about like <laughs> sa- what about salad tongs? No. So if I if someone put their salad tongs in my you know, Caesar salad, and there's dressing all over it. And my clean ones, I'd be like, okay, you take mine, I'll take yours. It honestly, <laughs> no. it made total sense in my mind. This one says, Joey, I would want my own ladle. Thief on this one. Sorry. This one says 100% with Lauren. Joey, you are a thief. Another one says, Joey, you're a thief. There's no such thing okay. as a ladle swap. You only take what belongs with you. Let's for you. drive to the police station and let's turn myself in. We should do this. <laughs> you should. You should have me walk in with my head down and be like, I need to report he stole a, a stolen a ladle. item. I stole a ladle. And I guarantee you, what are the police going to say? They're not going to say, all right, we'll get to the bottom they're of this. They're going to say, excuse me, a ladle? No, they're going to say, okay, Did I hear move that on right? with your life. They're not even going to charge me with anything. I'm not going to get arrested. I didn't steal anything. This text says, dude, you take what you had before. Trading a ladle is not a thing. It's a ladle. So where's, okay, where's the, the line? Hold the on a second. The fact is you're uh, trying honestly. to prove to everybody that take a ladle, leave a ladle is a thing. Okay. Nobody does that. Let me just ask you really quick. Where is the line? What if it was paper towels? For whatever reason, it was a barbecue potluck, and they said, everyone bring your roll of paper towels. And somehow, my roll and their roll got mixed up. Can I take their roll of paper towels home? Or, oh, no, it's I not your say, roll. I would say, nope, to answer that, I would say anything is acceptable if it were an accident. If it were an actual mistake, but you purposely took that ladle and you knowingly <laughs> took it. Gosh, guys. You told me that. You told I, me you did it on purpose because you were like, well, I don't want to leave a dirty one. So I'm just going to take are, this are, one. Really quick. Are we not going to recognize that I did not want to leave somebody a dirty ladle and Who I wanted cares? them to have a fresh, it's, clean one? You could have rinsed it. And it's this. I can't even believe we're arguing about this. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm a thief. And on the paper towel thing, yes, that's not as important as like a utensil. But still, if you did it on purpose, like if you took someone's bounty and you brought a great value, that's just messed up. I'm going to hold out my wrist. Just put cuffs on me. I'm a criminal. Everyone hear that? I'm a criminal because I took a ladle. (laughs) I think you're upset because this backfired. You thought that you were in the right. I mean, I did think a couple people would be like, oh, Joey, I understand what you're saying. Not a soul. Joey and Lauren. All right, I've got your uh, Joey Life Hack. Good morning, it's Joey and Lauren. Your Life Hack today, if you want to reuse uh, use dryer sheets, use them to clean your electronics. The material works perfectly because they're designed to not cause friction. 
See? Wow. Can't have friction with your electronics. You're welcome. Will they uh, scratch your screen, though? I mean, I know they're already used, so they're definitely softer than yeah. pre-used. I don't know. I always get so obsessed with that, trying to clean the TV screen, always wondering what will work, what won't work. Like, I feel like I could use a wet paper towel, but I don't think that's a good idea, Mm-mm. so I never do. Yeah, don't. So, I, don't I just leave it there. Don't use a Clorox wipe either, because I'm pretty sure something with the chemicals could be Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Bad. I wouldn't do that. But I also uh, find myself using baby wipes for almost everything. Now, I use baby wipes for the top of the oven, but I've never used baby wipes for the what? TV. Yeah, like the top of the oven, you know, the glass top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't use, like, a cleaner? No, I just use a baby wipe. Works perfect. Baby wipes are great. Okay, use a, use a cleaner. Okay. All right, see, there's <laughs> another life hack. Wipe. Don't use a baby wipe to clean your oven. But Seems you just to make need sense. some sort of cleaner. Um, so this Sunday night, have you heard about this peanut butter and jelly debate that went crazy on Twitter because of Sunday Night Football? Did you hear about this? I heard people talking about it. I don't know the full context. Yes. So uh, Sunday Night Football, back on Sunday, it was the Bills and the Chiefs, and they had a uh, weather delay. So they all had to go inside. The players mm-hmm. had to go inside. The fans were supposed to like go you know, back in the concourse area and everything. And so... The game started, then got paused, and then resumed later. And so they were doing these reports with the sideline reporters about what the players are doing. Imagine starting to play a football game, and then you got to hang out in the locker room. And it sparked a big debate because of this report from Michelle Tafoya. Eating sandwiches, although a couple have complained to me that there's too much peanut butter on the sandwiches. It's like 70-30 with the jelly, so they're not enjoying those as much. But basically... So that's Michelle Tafoya. So they said she's outside... That's something she's reporting. So she's outside of the Buffalo Bills (laughs) locker room, and, you know, Al Michaels is like, Michelle, what are the players doing? You know, what are you doing when you're sitting around? And then she says, well, you know, they're eating sandwiches. And then she brings up this great argument that sparked a debate, and she goes, it's 70% peanut butter, 30% jelly. They're not happy. And I thought to myself, "Interesting. is it truly a 50-50 split, peanut butter and Absolutely jelly? Absolutely not. Yeah, Absolutely I don't think so not. either. I don't think you go half and half. Uh, in fact, I think 70-30 is spot on. For With peanut butter? peanut butter to jelly ratio. I, that is me. When I make a PB&J, I definitely go more PB than the J. For sure. build your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right, so you get the bread. You're feeding the Buffalo Bills during a weather delay. How do you do this? No pressure. Okay, I got the bread. Probably white bread because that's the best for PB&J. Don't say probably. It has to be white bread. I say probably because I will literally eat PB&J on any type of bread. So you'll eat it with multi-grain wheat, flaxseed, healthy, okay. 100%. But uh, anyway, white bread because it's normally the best. Yep. And I'm going to do one slice with peanut butter with a knife. You use peanut butter with a knife. Okay. And you spread it on one slice of bread. And then you take a spoon. You do not dip the same knife into the jelly. Okay. It's disgusting. You take a spoon, get a little scoop of jelly, spread it on the other piece of bread, and that's smush it. them together. That's and I it. would say it's about 70% peanut butter and 30% jelly. Maybe 60-40. Okay. But I'm really sitting on the fence on this one. I do like more PB than J. So I'm going to go 70-30. I think... The Bills or whoever made those PB&Js are spot on. You know what I do? I do 70-30 jelly. I am team oh, jelly. That's, jelly tastes that's better than peanut butter. Wrong. Jelly is deli- Grape jelly. Oh, I don't want jam. Don't give me seeds. I'm not here to eat actual fruit. I want the most artificial crap you've ever made before, Welch. You don't okay? like strawberry jam or strawberry jelly? I like or- strawberry jelly. Don't give me jam. I don't need seeds. I don't need real fruit. I don't need a puree. I don't need a compote. I don't need any of that. I want... It almost looks like I'm eating jello. That's what I want it to look like. And what I do is I take white bread, okay, peanut butter and jelly with white bread, right? And you put it out, you do a knife, and you do 
slab of peanut butter on one end, slab of peanut butter on the other. Just cover the base. Don't do two layers. Just cover the outline of the bread. Then you take wait, the wait, same wait, wait, wait. knife. Both both slices of bread, you peanut butter? Yes. I'm not done yet. Don't worry. I'm not I'm done yet. I'm just trying to follow this concoction. It's very weird. Then I take the same knife. Don't use separate knives. What a waste because a good jelly should have remnants you of peanut would. butter in it. You would mix those. Jelly, if I open a uh, jar of jelly, it should have crumbs in it from bread and it should have peanut butter all over in it. That's when so I know it's a good gross. thing of jelly. And then I do a layer of jelly on top of both slices of bread. But when I put the jelly on, I go two layers thick. And then I smack it what together. are you building a rocket ship? That's way too confusing. No, it's not. I've it's, already lost you. I've lost you. Okay. Two slices of bread. Yes. Two following. thin layers of peanut butter. Okay. Two thick layers of jelly. 70-30 jelly. And then you smash the, the two thick layers of jelly touch each other yes. in the and middle? And then it's like a molten lava cake with jelly. So you bite into it and the jelly oozes into Mm-mm. your mouth. Ew. Ew, In I fact, cannot handle the, the, the oozing jelly or jam or whatever it is you use. It has to be more peanut butter for me because it keeps everything intact. You know when you have too much jelly, your slices of bread start sliding yes. around. And you know what the best part <laughs> is? If I bite into a peanut butter and jelly and out the back it goes, and I get a little jelly that shoots out projectile, I've made That's a good too sandwich. Much? No. I've made. In fact, I want to look at my plate if I even eat it under a plate. I normally just make it and you eat it when you're walking around. I want jelly to be dripping. I want it to fall on the plate, fall on the ground, fall on the table. That's the best. Remind me to never, ever let you make well, me a PB&J. Let's ever. do this. What is the perfect percent of ratio of peanut butter to jelly? We'll read your answers. 68719. Text them in. According to Sunday Night Football and the Buffalo Bills, 70% peanut butter was way too much. Now, did Michelle Tafoya, the sideline reporter, did she say that they were upset yes. about 70-30? They were upset about 70-30. They wanted more jelly. And I don't. I agree with them absolutely. Go seventy thirty jelly, baby. Yeah, but peanut butter's got the protein for these athletes. That's true. This is Fix My Life with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Fix My Life. You've got problems in your life. We fix them in like five minutes. We try to. Yeah. No. No. We absolutely one hundred percent guarantee. With the help of everyone yeah. else. Um, Tiffany is with us. So she is a newlywed. She's been married for like three months. And she feels like she needs to get to the bottom of something because her husband keeps telling her that, like, oh, yeah, married people definitely do this. And she's like, I don't think so. Uh, So she's joining us here on Fix My Life. Hello, Tiffany. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so what is the problem you're having? Three months into a marriage and you're already like, man, this is weird. I'm not getting the right vibe here. Okay, so my husband... It's so weird for me to say that, but my <laughs> husband, like, he he was always a very romantic guy, you know, did the whole, like, prize me with flowers and, you know, just little things here and there and date nights. And all of a sudden, ever since we got married, he, like, that completely stopped. And I'm like, I confirmed him about it. And I'm like, babe, like, you know, I love when you did that stuff. And I'm just kind of curious, like, you know, why aren't you doing it? And he literally was like, oh, I talked to all my friends, like all of our married friends. And no one does that. Like, like you don't have to do that anymore once you're married. That's like an engaged dating <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, just to and court I, you, to get you hooked, just to marry you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, I love that stuff. Like, that, like that's like amazing. And I, I wish that you would do stuff like that. And he's like, no, babe, you know. You know, when you're married, you can just tell me when you want flowers. Like, I don't have to, like, surprise you. Oh, you yeah. Text me and be like, pick me up some flowers on the way home Love or something. That. And I will. And I I don't have a problem with that. 
Got it. So he doesn't believe doesn't in the element of surprise anymore. So no more like, hey, yeah. here's candlelit picnic on Man, the floor. Three months in. I thought this was supposed to last yeah, for like a couple this was, years. This lasted a couple years for us. And then now I will say, I don't think we do as many surprise romantic things anymore, right? Hardly. No, I know. And I think that goes both ways. I will say that. But like, I remember when we first got married, like constantly it'd be like, boom, there'd be a blanket on the floor in the living room and there'd be a picnic and we were going to watch a movie. Yeah, rarely that happens anymore. But he's trying to say that like married men don't surprise their wives with flowers anymore? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I'm not, I know that it's not going to last forever, but it's like, it's only three months. I figured it would last for a little bit. And the fact that he literally thinks that there's like a rule book, I guess, of married people that the minute you take those vows, it's like, okay, well, I'm good. Like, I don't have to do any surprising. I just, you can just call me and let me know what you want and I'll just get it. Like, how boring is that? Yeah, I mean, it does take away the surprise and the kind of the fun of it. Now, I do understand with him a little bit where there is some fact to, okay, it's not always going to be butterflies and rainbows and flowers being delivered and all the things. And I don't know that it should be an expectation that that's something constantly. And I don't think that's what you're asking for, Tiffany, that it is an expectation But it is weird when you go from getting it a lot and then, like, never again. Uh, So there's a balance, right? It's not realistic to expect it all the time. But I do think, as husbands and as wives, like, it's important to show the other person that we care or that they're being thought of. And so I think with you bringing it up, that's a great first step. I think a surprise date or a surprise getaway or a surprise sweep you off your feet in a trip feels a lot different than surprise flowers. The idea that you're married and he can't just, while he's at the grocery store, oh, I see some flowers, throw it in the, but also, the shopping cart. some men aren't programmed like that. Like, and it's no fault to him. Like, some men just don't think about stuff like that. Like, sure. I rarely think about little things like that. I forget. Yeah, I know. It's like training a dog, you know, positive behavior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you ring a bell, you give him a treat. Next time they ring the bell, they show up. Or what if um, maybe to show him how important it is to you? Because for you, maybe, what are the five love languages? There's physical touch, Money, words of affirmation, there's gifts. So maybe yours is gifts, right? You like sweet little gestures. So maybe you try to do that for him to see if it, like, clicks something yeah. in his brain where maybe you're out and you bring him home his favorite coffee or drink or something. And then he's like, oh, she's doing this for me. Maybe I should step up and do something for her. And no, I agree with that. And and truly, Tiffany, there are a lot of men that Lauren brings it up that don't think about stuff like I'm going to surprise you with this. That's faded away in our relationship a lot, except for flowers. I am good at picking up flowers at the grocery yeah, store. But it is, in my opinion, unrealistic to be like an every week thing. No, there are some no, no, amazing no. couples out there yeah. that they do sweet things for each other like every day. But I don't think that that's everybody. So, Tiffany, I would maybe ask for flowers for like five straight weeks and then train him that you really like it. And then he <laughs> should bring them up every week. I will give it a try. Yeah. I hope that it works. I, I think so. And Tiffany, we'll do <laughs> Might this. Might be a little much. <laughs> Anybody, we'll have some texters weigh in. We'll have some texts. We'll read them to you. But let's do this. Let's help Tiffany out. If you've been in a relationship for a really, really long time, or just in general, married, do you still do the surprising? Or is that something that when you're dating or when you're engaged and when you're trying to woo somebody, the surprise, I mean, the surprises go way yeah, up when you're dating. The wooing shouldn't stop, though. No, but the wooing shouldn't stop. But I understand when you're dating, surprise this, surprise that. And then when you get married, it's like, eh, no more surprises. Surprise, I, yeah. I paid that bill. You don't need to worry <laughs> about it, honey. So 68719, we'll read your answers in uh, three minutes. All right, Tiffany? 
Thank you so much. It's time to fix my life with Joey and Lauren in the morning. What happens when you get in a relationship and the person that used to be romantic and surprise you all the time now is just like, you know what? We're married now. I don't need to surprise you with flowers and rose petals. Uh, Tiffany joined us and she's been married for three months. She said when they were dating and engaged, it was surprise this, surprise that, surprise dates, all this fun stuff. Now that they're married, there's no more surprising at all. Yeah, she brought up, you know, maybe you could bring me some flowers every now and again. He's like, oh, well, married people don't surprise each other with stuff. You have to ask for it. So he's basically like, if you want flowers, uh, yeah. that's fine. Just tell me you want them. Is there anybody that lives a relationship like that? Because I would be interested. It, it sounds great. It would be great if you texted me when I'm going to the store and you go, hey, today's a flower day. All right, perfect. I'll pick up flowers. Now, uh, if it I loses could, its luster, though, when you know it's happening. If I can give myself credit, I'm not great at dates. I'm not great at date nights. I'm not great at surprising with, like, romance or anything like that. But I know how to pick up a bouquet of flowers at the grocery store. I have learned that's my sweet spot. It's so y- easy. Yes, but you normally do it after we've gotten in an argument. It's never normally just because. That is also true. It's normally, hey, we got in a fight. I feel like a jerk. And what is peonies? You know, what can't they fix? Right? What is uh, a $14? Yeah, I know. Right? I always uh, ask no, for the peonies. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to get into that. Yeah. But if you're going to stand here all like, ho, ho, I always give you flowers. Like, ah, it's normally because you were rude and then you give them to me to say sorry. I also think when you're dating, surprises are so much more common. When you are dating really? or engaged, oh, so? constantly. Every, all my friends, I have a, a couple of friends that are dating, and I have a couple of friends that are engaged, and everything is a surprise. Surprise dinner. I called their uh, their office and told the boss to have her get out at half an hour early. And I do think there's a part of it that is, I'm trying to impress you. And what mm-hmm. impresses people more than surprises? And when you're married, you don't need to, I know this sounds bad, but you don't need to impress your spouse as much as you do when you're dating. See, I, I actually think you're wrong. Like, I know what you're saying. But I also think you're kind of wrong because I think in a relationship, you should always be trying to serve each other and always be totally putting each other first and working through situations and keeping things exciting. I'm not saying I do this or I'm good at this, but I also feel bad for Tiffany when just three months in, she's already like, ah, he's lost the romance. I just struggle with, and we're going to read your text in a moment, but I just struggle with if you're married, like we want to go out on a date. Why can't we just look at each other and be like, hey, what do you want to do? And you can go, let's go to an Italian restaurant. Okay, let's go get Italian. And then let's go do this. That seems really nice to kind of cut through the, I don't want to say crap, but kind of cut through the trying to guess what's going to work. No, I actually am with you there. I am with you there. Just let's just plan it. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. And still enjoy it. I'm talking like it shouldn't end the sweet little things, the little notes. Maybe like you write little notes around the house for somebody or your partner, or you bring home their favorite drink or candy bar or something. Not, not every day, but every once in a while. Are you ready for this? We're going to talk to husband of the year, six, eight, seven, one, nine, at least according to her, she says, my husband has roses Friday. Every Friday I get a dozen roses. Every Friday, a dozen roses. His income, geez, Louise. (laughs) No, this is what I want to know. Do you just keep them for a week? Because what? Does your house look like a floral shop itself? How long do roses last? That's interesting. I mean, I think that's amazing, but also, does it lose the excitement when you're expecting it then every Friday? Yeah, you know. Uh, This text. This is really good. It says we stop doing surprises in our relationship. Why? Because it's a fifty-fifty shot. If it's the right time, or we wouldn't like it, so much easier to talk it out and decide. I think that for dates. I yeah. think surprise dates yeah. can be really rough. And maybe gifts. I'll even handle hand, hand you that with gifts, like Christmas gift or birthday gift. Cut the crap. This is yeah. what I want. Get this for me. But I'm talking the little 
sweet gestures. Yeah. I like this one. It says Tiffany needs to get him a surprise gift. When he realizes how much it feels great to receive it, he will start giving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm. it's funny because I'm also looking at the text line. A lot of people are asking the question, well, what does she do for him? Yeah, I knew Is that was going to Is there anything that she's doing specifically to make him yeah. feel special? I also want to point out it has nothing to do with money. Like there are a lot of things that you can do for your partner that don't cost anything. Oh. You could, gosh, maybe they've been really wanting to organize Something, a closet in the house. It's just been a mess and you keep hearing your spouse complain about it. You clean that and it makes their day, right? One less thing they have to do. Or maybe you handle dinner that night. You cook dinner. Or you leave a little note when they wake up, a little note or something like that. I'll tell you what I love. I'm I'm not going to be honest. And it's probably, I don't know how much it costs you, a buck 75. But when you bring home one of them Hershey's cookies and cream bars, that is as good as giving me a $100 bill. That, I mean, really? honestly, I love that. You give They're me a little good. Hershey's cookies and cream bar, those little things right at the checkout, I'm sold. Yeah. Lauren's the same way with, you know, peonies. I know, oh, if I get some peonies, you're going to be good to go. Yeah. It's all about finding those things and just. Well, yeah, you know. and every couple's different, too. No, you know everyone I mean? needs to do what the one guy does, Roses Friday. <laughs> There's so many husbands driving around going, thanks a lot, dude. Roses every Friday. Now, everyone else that's listening is going to expect I that. feel like there was a story we talked about probably a year ago or so in the trending stories about this elderly gentleman who for 45 years, every Friday brought his yeah. wife Dang. a bouquet of flowers. I could bring you like a dandelion every Friday from a front lawn. I could do that. <laughs> this is just as good as a rose. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. If you are in the dating world, you are going to want to listen up. Good morning. It is Joey and Lauren and uh, they now have Officially, the three phrases that you should not, you should not have on your dating profile. So if you hear these phrases and they're on there, get on your Bumble, Tinder, Match, Hinge. What else am I missing? Uh, I don't know. That's E-Harmony. About E-Harmony. Get on all those and delete them. The three phrases you should not have on your dating profile. Would you like to guess? I mean, that's kind of a shot in the dark, but I'll give you uh So guess a phrase. And yeah. this is like like in your bio or something. There's like a little yeah. quote. There's definitely one that you're not going to get because I was very confused. It was on here. Okay. What about um, um, live, laugh, love? Ooh, okay. That is close. It's kind of in that same realm. And they um, say do not put this on your dating li- living profile. Living life to the fullest. Okay. Close again. But no, this one's very popular. I see it on shirts all the time. Positive vibes. Ooh, very close. Good um, vibes only. Oh, good vibes. Good vibes what? No, only. Why is that bad? Is I that don't one know. Your dating profile. Maybe because it feels very cliche, and I maybe there's there's science yeah. behind it that are like when the moment someone sees a dating profile and it's good vibes only, it's like really only good vibes. Never you ever have a bad day. Well, nothing I think like it that. spreads positivity. Like I try to be positive a lot. But I mean, you're right. It's not like every day is a good day. But I think. But do you it's believe a phrase. it? It's a saying. It's like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I I don't know. It's like living my life. Like I yeah. enjoy my life. I mean, I don't know. But do you re- when someone wears a shirt that says "Good Vibes Only"? Do you always or peg them as oh they're the person that's always in a good mood? So I have a sweater that I uh, just bought and it says "Be Kind" on it, and I get nervous every time I wear it. You should. Oh, I gotta be really kind today. Look what happened to Ellen. <laughs> I know. Ellen ended her show with "Be Kind" and then but she I'm ended like, up being the biggest jerk in TV. Could you imagine I'm wearing this sweater and maybe I'm a little rude or yep. salty to somebody? Thought and the same like, thing. Hmm. 
Look at that lady. She's wearing something that says being kind, and she's yeah. not being kind. So that does make me a little That's nervous. why when we came out with our merch line, and by the way, Pop-Up Shop is still open, yes? Yes, Okay, our is. merch store is still open. You yes. can find it on our Facebook page. But when we came out with merch, that's why I wanted to be good, have fun, because I feel like you're not – like if you cut somebody off and you have a little road rage and you have be good, have fun, are you still going to get called out? Probably not, because you, you could be like, hey, road rage is my jam. I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have be kind and you cut someone off and honk at them, that's awkward. Especially or, if you have a hoodie that says drive carefully <laughs> yeah. or 10 and 2. <laughs> don't honk at people. Uh, ma'am, you honked at me and your hoodie clearly says don't honk. So, all right, uh, good vibes only is one okay. of the three phrases to not have on your dating profile. The other ones are don't waste my time. Okay, so someone could be like, oh, don't gosh. waste my time. I'm not here, you know, waste time. And then the third one is I don't know why I'm here. No one believes that. I don't like, know. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I have this. Oh, okay. I'll well, start a Tinder. It's tongue in cheek. It's trying to be funny. Oh, I don't know why I'm here. I'm just yeah. checking it out. Yeah. I do think the good vibes only. Anytime I see that, I'm always like, okay, yeah, everyone says that. Everyone yeah, says good vibes only. Yeah, but I don't think if I'm in the dating game and I'm on Tinder match or whatever, and I'm trying to match with somebody and I see that their bio says good vibes only or whatever you said it was, that's not going to turn me away. I just don't believe them. I just don't believe – I think they're trying to speak it into existence, but I just – I think that is a overused phrase. I like the phrase. Don't get me wrong. I love when people say good vibes only, mm-hmm. but I just – if I see it on a dating profile, I don't take it for anything. It almost feels like a throwaway phrase. What about um, don't play games with me or I'm not oh, playing games? Same thing. Or- yeah, same thing. Like I'm not playing games. You're on a you're on an app where you swipe to find out if you love somebody. I it's mean, kind of a game. That, it is it is a game. It's a game. It's like right next to your Candy Crush. I mean, it's pretty much a game at that point. Uh, so those are the three phrases. If you could use three or four words, what do you put on your profile? Oh man, oh man, I don't know. I gotta think about this. Do you have one? Uh, I like food. <laughs> I think I put that I on like there. Like food. Like uh, average seeking average. I think that's what let I would me, put. Let me see, because I feel like I have some sort of a quote on my uh, Twitter bio. What do you mean? Oh, I thought well, you were going to open up your Tinder. No, I don't have a... Oh, I deleted it. I used to have a scripture on it. What if you put a scripture <laughs> oh, on your no, Tinder? See, I think the same thing. I think that do puts you, you in Do you feel too holier than yes, thou? Yes, I think it puts you in a weird thing. People uh, get mad at people on Twitter all the time. People on Twitter that put a Bible verse in their bio and then they start yelling about anything. Everyone everyone screenshots their bio and they say, hey, you got a Bible verse on here and you're yelling on the internet. What about... Oh, everything I think it was so cheesy, like faith, family, and food. Or yeah, yeah, that's cheesy. <laughs> family is everything. Uh, definitely don't do YOLO. You yeah. only live once. See, I think good vibes only is turning into the new YOLO. Like no one would ever put YOLO on their um, thing anymore. I don't know. I guess I would just put something that I love to do. Okay. I, I'm putting average seeking average. Average That's what I'm putting. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out. Like I'm not trying to be like the best hunky looking dude ever. So that's what I would put. But let's do this. Because it's fun if we think of our phrases, but I want everyone else to think of them. So we'll read them yes. later on the show. Think of my phrase, because I don't know what it should be. What is the phrase that you think Lauren deserves to have on her profile? And what is the phrase that I need to have on my dating profile? Again, six eight seven one nine. Keep it short. But we'll read the best ones on the show. Little phrase. So text us, 68719. We want to get to those. Time to name that lyric with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and we are going to play Name That Lyric now. This game, it's very easy. You just have to listen and yell, which is kind of how the show is built. 
on listening and just yelling at each other. So Shelby is playing with us today. Here's how the game <laughs> is that works. What we do? Yeah, first of all, hello, Shelby. Good morning. Hi, how are you guys? We're doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing really well. This well, is good. my second time playing. So oh, I'm wow. Excited. I love all right. This game. Okay, wow. perfect. Oh, she loves this game, which right. means, Joey, you should be nervous. I mean, I don't think Shelby's going to call in and be like, I hate this game, and that's why I called in to play. That's true. <laughs> All right, so you know how the game works. Uh, Lauren is going to be reading lyrics to a song. The first one to be able to yell out the name of the artist and the song wins. All right? Okie dokie. All right. All right, so Shelby, my senses are tingling that you are going to get this. This is a little bit of a throwback song, but I know you love it. I'm just sensing you love it, and I'll get started here, okay? okay? I okay. guess what I'll be saying is... There ain't no better reason to mm. rid yourself of vanities. Jeez, oh, you always pick these weird lovey-dovey throwback just songs. Just go with the seasons. It's what we uh, aim to do. Shelby, anything? Really? I can't hear anything. I can't hear crap. I don't know what this is. All right. Let me let me go to a different verse that might uh, stand out to you a little bit better. I've been spending way too long checking my tongue in the mirror. Okay. That sounds familiar. That line. Oh, this is a train song, right? It's, oh, um, it's train. Oh. Oh, you're in the right family. Oh, 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 oh. You're, it's not train, thank you, thank but you're you. in the right family. Shelby, you just gave me the no, hint I no, needed. Shelby. It's a hippy dippy no, Jason Mraz. It is Jason Mraz. I don't Mraz. know what's. I'm yours? Is it oh, I'm yours? Yes, it's I'm yours. Oh, it's oh. all. Come on. I wanted Shelby to get that. No. Then you rub it in her face. You know, Shelby, you just need to know music like I do. Oh, there's no need to. Such a jerk. You know what? All I needed was Shelby to say train because I, I, I kept thinking Adele. I, for whatever reason, like this is Adele, but then yeah. the tongue in the mirror sounded familiar. I see where you were going with train. It's definitely in the same, it's the same family genre, yeah. ish. Yeah, it's, a, it's in the same time period, you know? It is. Yeah, uh, yeah but I'm yours, Jason Mraz. I love when this happens. When Shelby does all the work, basically gets my yeah, mind to click, and then I steal it from the her. The worst. Shelby, you're the best. <laughs> well, Have a wonderful day, you, all right? Have a wonderful day. Joey and Lauren. So uh, this peanut butter and jelly national debate, thanks to Sunday Night Football, the NFL game between the Chiefs and the Bills, uh, went into a weather delay. And in the weather delay, you know, players are just sitting around and they were having Michelle Tafoya, the sideline reporter, like, hey, give us the report from the Bills locker room. And she was like, well, uh, there's a lot of complaining about the peanut butter and jelly. Apparently, uh, some players have said it's 70% peanut butter to 30% jelly, and they're not happy about that. And so, of course, when a national TV audience sees that, everyone's got to give their two cents on the perfect PB&J. And what is the ratio of peanut butter to jelly? And I actually think 70-30 is perfect. So you don't do 50-50? No, I do not do 50-50. I like jelly, but I like peanut butter more. And peanut butter kind of holds everything together. And so when you have too much jelly, your two slices of bread, like like slip and slide up against each that's other. That's a lot of jelly if you're doing that. That's you. That's what you well, like. Well, I don't like too much peanut butter because then I could choke and die because uh, we've all taken a bite of a PB&J and we're like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how people can eat just a peanut butter sandwich. I, oh, I know. When people say that, I I'm know. like, 
do you want to die? Because there's no way you're not choking. You have to take a drink after every bite. Yeah, it gets stuck too. That white bread is like a sponge to the top of your mouth. No, it suctions. It's like Flex Seal. I mean, it's like <laughs> that guy's in there taping your mouth, man. Forget that JB Weld stuff. Yeah. Use just some soggy bread and peanut butter. So I am actually 70% jelly to 30% peanut butter. I'm a big jelly fan. It's got to be grape jelly. I'm all about it. And I've got a lot of uh, your text here. This one says peanut butter both sides so it doesn't get soggy. That's a good technique. Although I do think I still do the one on one side, one on the other. Uh, This one, Joey, you are a genius. Jelly is the best part of the sandwich. And you stick it right there in the middle so where it's a nice little pocket of jelly and it's delicious. I'm actually pleasantly surprised. More people than I thought are saying 70-30 PB&J is spot on. That's how they like it A little more peanut butter than jelly. But you have other people that are saying, "Uh uh-uh, 70-30 jelly. Yeah, that's my That's way too much jelly. To me, I have peanut butter in all different ways. I've had a spoonful of peanut butter. Like, I eat peanut butter way more than I eat jelly. And so if I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, the jelly's the star. That's the rare, that's the, when I bring out the jar, I look at her and I say, oh, beautiful, I haven't seen you in a while. So I want to, I want to showcase the grape jelly. I do have to say, it's not like anybody that I know dips into the jar of jelly for a spoonful no. of jelly just to eat it. No, I will dip into the peanut butter all the time. I think about peanut butter and apples. So I eat peanut butter a lot more than I eat jelly. So that's why when it does come time to a sandwich... I want to give jelly its rightful ownership. Kate says, more jelly. You have to make up for the salty thickness of the peanut butter. Amen. Uh, This one says 70% peanut butter, 30% jelly. Joey, you're gross. Also, are we going to throw in potato chips? We could throw in Lay's potato chips, and that actually changes the game entirely. Well, some people have said that. Other people say grill it. It's even better when you grill it. Have you had a grilled PB&J? I haven't. Never? We should try it. Oh, it's delicious. The only problem is you get that thing too hot, and it's like... Cutting into a hot hot pocket, you get that molten mm-hmm. lava thing going on, and that's very dangerous. And you burn your face. Yep. Lauren is spot on. Perfect ratio with separate utensils is a must. That's something that Such a, a lot of people don't bring up. Use a knife for the PB. And then use a spoon separately for the jelly. It is such a waste. I can't do it. I can't say to myself, I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you want me to use two knives or two spoons? I can't do it. I can't do it. I want to buy the, have you ever had the mix? The goober or whatever it's called? Yeah, I won't do it. That's gross. I've never had it. It's, I've that's never just tried gross. it. And to me, it looks like, okay, let's just pack it with 8 million preservatives because yeah. there's no way that's staying good. <laughs> because jelly and peanut butter are not <laughs> supposed to be right next to each other in a jar. No. Other people are saying it depends on the mood. Whatever peanut butter versus jelly mood they're in. And, and you can continue to text us 68719. I like it. Joey and Lauren. Uh, so it just came out. The three phrases that are apparently... The phrases you do not want to have on your dating profile, according to research, the three phrases to delete from your dating profile are, don't waste my time, I don't know why I'm here, and the number one phrase to get off of your dating profile is the cliche, good vibes only. So we asked you, we were talking about what, if we had a dating profile, what phrase would we put on there, right? One little quote, a little something, something. And I said average seeking average. I would just, I would point it out. Like, let's just get to the bottom of it. I'm average. I'm looking for someone average. I'm not going to get a supermodel. And you're not getting a supermodel. So let's just move on and enjoy (laughs) our day. That's what I would do if I had one. But we asked you to text in our phrases that we should have for our dating profiles. You know, I've been reading a lot of these texts about what you guys think should be on our dating profiles. And it makes me realize how you feel about us. (laughs) Some of the things you think. The look you gave me is not good. They're good, but sometimes I'm like, oh, is that all I am to you? 
So these are the phrases we need to have on our dating profile. Why don't we like start with one of us? Why don't we start with you? You want to go with you first? The ones for you? All of them for me? Yeah, I guess we can alternate. No big deal. Let's do that. Okay. Lauren, I rock dad jokes. Yeah, that's good. You do rock dad jokes. That's a good dating profile little phrase. (laughs) Again, Lauren, I'm here to meet some dads and steal their jokes. (laughs) So, wow, multiple people (laughs) saying that you're good for dad jokes. Oh, wait. Lauren, cheesy as can be. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves the Lauren cheese. Let's just get to the bottom of it. That's what you're good for is telling bad jokes. This one's my favorite. Lauren, be kind sometimes. (laughs) That's good. I think that might actually be mine because it's like, well, be kind unless I don't have to be. I actually really like that phrase. Someone should put that on their actual dating profile. I don't understand this one, but somebody said, Lauren, Taco Bell when you're sick. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's from a story. I'm well, trying to it's remember. probably because I brought Taco Bell to somebody when they were sick. Oh, yes, that's it. That's why. Yeah. When someone was <laughs> dealing with someone like yeah. that. So I don't want that as my uh, little thing on my profile. I'm the comforting person that will bring you Taco Bell when you're sick. Live, laugh, love. Ooh. Okay. We'll go through Joey's one. now. Yeah. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it was going to be a roast fest. That's all it is. <laughs> the bald and the beautiful. I'm okay with that. I would. <laughs> I mean, I think actually pointing out my hair loss would be good for my dating profile, for sure. Well, because all your pictures are in hats. Yeah, so they're going to... False advertising. Yeah, it could be like, Joey, I wear a hat because I'm balding. That's what it should say. That's true. Joey, talk nerdy to me. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm a nerd. Uh, Joey, desperate for... Anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's wrong, but man. <laughs> uh, somebody says you should put a super random fact about you uh, that makes it seem like you're not trying hard. They said mine is I'm allergic to dogs, but it's worth it. Oh, see, so, that's so now a, people are giving us theirs. That's a really good phrase to me and have a dating profile. It's, it's a good topic of conversation. Like immediately, if I match with that person, first thing I'd be like, so you're telling me you have a dog and you're allergic to it? Yeah, I am. You know, this person said that their uh, profile when they were dating said, I'm an odd amalgamation of nerdy and country. I know my way around a farm, but I'll fix your computer or phone. No problem. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See, I like that. Just cut to the chase. Joey, pasta is my passion. Yeah, I like that. I would agree. Big carb guy. Big carb guy. Let's laugh together. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Uh, Joey, amateur blind cheese treasurer. (laughs) I don't know where you come up with these things. I don't know either. Oh, those are good. Uh, Joey, I'm terrible at golf. Yeah, that's true. I would put that on there. See, again, I would want my phrase on my dating profile to open up a conversation. So someone goes, oh, you like to golf. Yeah, but I'm terrible at it. I love how mine, all of mine are about yeah. the, the cheesy just, jokes. You're telling you the Lauren <laughs> cheese. I, I know. Lauren's <laughs> just good for 35 seconds of giving you a terrible joke every day. Uh, Joey, Diet Coke is life. That's another good one. That's another good one. I can see that. Yeah. Diet Coke is life. Pasta obsessed or whatever the pasta one was. Those are all good. (laughs) Well, thank you for those. If we ever get into the dating scene, uh, we will remember this day and we'll remember this show and we'll go back to them, I think. Right? Is that a promise? Yeah, but I mean, I hope I don't have to use them. I don't want to get back into the dating scene. I don't want to either. But if I have to jump back in the dating, I promise you I will use one of those quotes from my profile. Absolutely. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.